A diamond has long been a symbol of commitment, love, and trust. Isn't it time the diamond industry showed us the same values behind the scenes? Clean Origin is leading the engagement ring industry toward a brighter future, designing elegant lab-grown diamond fine jewelry that never compromises our values. A brand that doesn't just talk the talk, but one that was founded to make a difference, to offer a more environmentally friendly, conflict-free, and price-accessible choice without any compromises on quality. Lab diamonds are grown in a lab using cutting-edge technology that replicates the process of natural diamonds. A lab-grown diamond is chemically, physically, and visually identical to a mined diamond without the adverse effects of traditional diamond mining. And for a price of up to 10 times less, we don't know why you'd choose anything else. You know, I'm a Sag. I'm always going to say bigger is better. And with these prices, three carats is the new one carat, baby. Go big. Honestly, five carats is the new three carats if you really want to go there. You all know that we know a thing or two about engagement rings. And these clean origin rings are simply stunning, classic designs, and for a fraction of the price. From the color of your metal to the center stone and setting, you'll be able to customize every aspect of this very important lifetime piece of jewelry. Whether you're looking for an engagement ring or tennis bracelet or diamond stud earrings, Clean Origin has beautiful diamond jewelry that you'll be wearing forever. You can use code What's Your Sign for $100 off all orders over $1,000. That's $100 off all orders over $1,000. Go to cleanorigin.com and use our code What's Your Sign at checkout for $100 off of your order of $1,000 or more. Use our promo code What's Your Sign, all spelled out. Check out Clean Origin today. Hey, signers, uh, real quick before you enjoy this wonderful episode with our fabulous guest, Brie Pruitt, we wanted to let you know, and you'll hear about it in the episode, uh, tickets for her show, Stellar. You can purchase those at bootlegtheater.org. Also, Brie has extended a special offer to all of our podcast listeners. That is use a coma promo code, which W-I-T-C-H at checkout for a $3 discount on tickets. Dude, Brie's... I am in love with her. Uh, after this episode, you will also be in love with her. And um, we'll definitely be out of the shows. We're not going to tell you which one. You just got to go show up, come out. If you're in L.A. or L.A. area, this will be stellar. Uh, you'll hear about it. It's a good. I love this concept. You're going to want to see this show. Yes. I'm telling you that. Uh, also, speaking of shows, if you are in the Chicago area, just what a reminder, up? we will be there for the Chicago Podcast Festival. Uh the festival itself is the 26th through it's that 20, week. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but we will have our show on Tuesday, November 27th at the Beat Kitchen. Uh, we'll be posting ticket links uh, for you to get those spots. Uh, yeah. Come see us, Chicago. Uh, Beat heads come out. Yeah. Roll out. Hell Bye. yeah. Uh, and enjoy this episode. Bye. Bye. Bye.
Welcome to What's Your Sign. I'm Julie Loken. I'm Stevie Anderson. I'm Lisa Chanu. And today we have a special guest with us. Uh, you guys, if you've listened to this, you know we have a lot of opinions about sparkling water, but this is <laughs> a true first. She brought her favorite sparkling water for us. Uh, it's comedian, beautiful soul, all around great gal, Brie Pruitt. Oh, gen- gentle blessings to you all. <laughs> Please enjoy the Minagua. Oh, yes. yeah. This Where do you get it? It was at your meat market. Really? Yeah. Oh, nice. Oh, now, now that I know. Carnitaria. <laughs> <laughs> Please, let's cut that out. Um, but I, yeah, it's it's like with the, you know, the, the like, it's usually the food trucks and stuff like that. I yeah. just like it. Big bubbles. Yeah. It is big bubbles. And it was like, what a nice surprise to get a, a bubble water in the old glass bottle. I was yeah. like, hi. Feels good. Yeah. And, yeah. And I, I definitely, I recognize. I recognize her. Now I'm going to, now I'm going to hit her up. I love the glass bottle because I love like, you know, obviously like a classic Coke in a bottle. But this, Mm -hmm. you know, you get the best of both worlds. No, you know, Coke, sugar, guilt, Mm -hmm. but also glass. And you could probably like save it and make cute vases and stuff. It would be a great Etsy item, you guys. (laughs) It would be a great craft center. Those ones, you know, those ones where they like burn off the top and make it like into like a glass or like candles or something. Mm -hmm. It does have this nice clear, but it has like a slight blue hue to it underneath like inside that bottle i could see a very cute flower inside this glass i love it i'm so glad i love it too (laughs) it's almost like i brought you two gifts (laughs) (laughs) i also brought these really bad pringles because i i got into them french onion dip it's a nightmare they're stale you know you go to a a a meat market you can't get pringles no i love french onion dip (laughs) i took i took a shot are they just stale or are they really not? I think good? they're stale. I yeah. think French onion sounds like a great flavor. You can you can get it. It tastes vaguely of funyun, but it is a okay. it is a little past. They do expire in six days, so we got to That means they've been around yeah, for like dude. four years. Yeah. <laughs> Hard I'll, to sell. No one's, wow. no one's bought. No. <laughs> this flavor doesn't exist anymore. <laughs> also, the person behind the counter was like. I didn't think anyone would do it. <laughs> they went in the back and laughed. <laughs> she had six fucking days and she did it. What if Wait. it's like a cursed, a cursed you, No, I was thinking thing? that too, but like you unlock some sort yeah. of universal secret by no. buying exactly. this. That it could be a good thing. We don't know. No, you released the store. They've been like, we've been cursed to sell these Pringles <laughs> for all of the time. They've been on a time loop. <laughs> yeah, forever. Oh, wow. A few interesting things about this can of Pringles. First of all, there's some Hebrew writing, which I feel like you, is normally <laughs> not on it. So that's right. so I'm, I'm just say, I'm just tracing it just tracing its roots here, and then also the design is so cute. It's two chips like at a French at a French bistro table sharing the dip that they are that they don't sell at French restaurants. <laughs> <laughs> that is not with, French with the green onions decoratively. Like it would be their si- French cigarettes, but they're just like let's wee wee the green onion. I think I love everything that you brought. I love it too. I, I love no. it too. As I, offering. as I said when you walked in, your Taurus moon is showing. That <laughs> as fuck. <laughs> <laughs> I that, love it. Uh, curses just reminded me of uh, I feel like we've been talking about drugs a lot on this podcast but Ooh. whatever sorry we're fucking cool <laughs> <laughs> um, no it just reminded me of the last Coachella that I went to uh, we were in like one of I was went with my sister and all of her friends so I was the oldest person there my sister's seven years younger than me so they were all I don't even think she was 21 at this point point. Uh, and like 
this was like before I knew people were doing Molly because I was like 28. Uh, <laughs> and I was like, oh, yeah, I don't know, whatever. But like we got there and immediately we were offered like a water bottle of Molly. And I was like, oh, is this what people do now? Oh my God. Felt very old. But we went to this EDM tent and we found a joint on the ground. Perfect. And we were like looking around. We're like, someone has to drop that. Like someone's going to come back for this. Like we don't want to do it. But like no one came for a while. So we picked it up. Started smoking it. There was probably like seven of us in this circle, and we just kept passing it. And I swear to God, we passed it for like fifteen <gasps> minutes. Hanukkah <laughs> 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 miracle. But I, but I was like, oh no! I was like, the, by, by, it was going so long that everyone was like, I can't do anymore. I don't want it. But we're like, we have to keep passing it. It was like a well, magic. Joint. That's exactly. I was like, it was like cursed. But it was like, oh, if you're gonna, you're gonna be a bad kid and pick up this joint that's not yours, you're gonna have to smoke forever. <laughs> <laughs> then the show started, and someone was like trying to crowd surf, and then fell immediately at my feet and was just bleeding profusely. <gasps> from the face oh, and no. i was like we gotta go i'm out here yeah, that's too vivid <laughs> that's crazy um well i have a bone to pick i i ordered a free just pay shipping crystal necklace on instagram i want to show it to you guys it's so it just funny. arrived today um i wanted to show it to you guys <laughs> to see what you think of this natural crystal oh my god oh, no it's, it's so fake it and looks like it's glued on top it, like the pieces of this crystal <laughs> are glued together so i was like this is a fake crystal so i went in my <laughs> turned the lights off in my room to do a quartz test to hit two pieces of quartz together to see if it sparks right <gasps> Oh, I didn't so, know that was a thing. Okay. Yeah, so you you can do it with. Uh, so I had three pieces. I I hit the two together to make sure it works right, and then I hit it against here, and it, you'll see what happened at the bottom. <laughs> <passed it around. laughs> oh my god! No. Took a big chunk out of the I glass. Promise, paint. I promise <laughs> oh everyone that we we've done a lot of visual talk. No, right now, I don't want we'll, to because I don't want oh, to the brand. The I don't want to okay. like at them. Well, oh, yeah, damn! I was gonna say this is gonna be a Patreon pick. Guess, only. Yeah, Patreon well, yeah, Patreon only. Or we can go back DM us to our to our regular shit talk. But I ordered. This is the first one I ordered. I already ordered a second one this that's coming. insane. So we'll see what the second one's like. Wait, Passes did you did you order Look the second this. before you saw this of one? Of course. Oh, I thought you were like... I was like, no, nah, I want another it. one. <laughs> Just also to, me, to give a visual, it looks like a retainer. Like a yeah, retainer it, you it found does. in, in it class. It looks like melted plastic. It's, <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's, it's still quartz where, though. It was sparking. So it is... But why, why did they it. paint it? Like, I don't understand. So it's like a tiny kernel of quartz and then they like shellacked it over and over. It does look shellacked or sealed or something. I mean, it's it looks cute. It just looks like just say what it is. It looks like, like a funky Chico's necklace. It is I have funky. A, I have a bone to pick with all crystal jewelry makers. Like, why the wire wrapping? When did we decide that yeah. that's like the official well, I don't know. look I don't of know. crystals? How else are you gonna do it? I don't. You gotta I mean, drill you down drill the middle. It. Drill. You gotta and drill. Then you have okay. a grommet on the end of that's it. That's gonna be expensive. I mean, they have that. That is expensive. Yeah, those pricey. pieces are. Well, that's just that's the thing is it's 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 expensive or it's a retainer like oh like there's no yeah, middle yeah, like yeah. i know I, I have a good ring i'll show you all that one i will show it's cool i'm just triggered from like hippie music festivals where everyone would back when in my previous life where everyone tried to get me to learn the wire wrapping and even when i was at my crunches i was like this looks dumb as hell. like i can't i can't with the wire 
I mean, let I don't her be mind free. it. Let her be free. I don't mind it as much as I feel like I just said I did, but also I like it's. I agree with that. I went to weird hippy dippy private <laughs> school when I was a kid, and we did like the maypole, which now like looking back, I'm like, oh, that was probably pretty cool, but it wasn't when I was a kid. Um, we did like maypole festival. Oh, and all nice. Of that. There was like a store on campus where you could buy beeswax <laughs> and, like, and like natural craft supplies. Oh my god. Uh, but that it just yeah it reminds me of that for mm-hmm. sure. I don't know. I think that the the trick the problem is that people want necklaces. I don't want necklaces because I'm Taurus throat chakra is very uh, sensitive there. Um, but I like the earrings and stuff. They just glue mm-hmm. and rings. A lot of the times they just glue to like a post and mm-hmm. it looks cool. I don't know. I don't know what you're supposed to do. I think you just got to find your jewelers. You know, follow them online and order that shit. I'm following. Oh, I shouldn't. Pl- I shouldn't plug. Yeah, we, yeah, can, we, can plug. Plug. we can plug. Yeah, we plug stuff. We like. It's called While Odin Sleeps. I'm obsessed. Okay. Wow. But it's not as much While Odin O D I N sleeps. While Odin sleeps. And then Alter is a store in Portland that I heavy I've, fuck with. I've Do been. You know what I've, I'm talking about? I've, it's not Neon Alter. It's just Alter. Just Alter. Okay. Yeah. It's on. It's like in the cool neighborhoods in Portland that once were real crunchy and now are gentrified crunchy and like mm-hmm. it's good and it's a beautiful store. It's owned by women and they love comedy and are very supportive. Cool. So, and they That's have really a cool. size inclusive clothing line that they keep in house. That's amazing. Ooh, hard vouch. That's really. Oh awesome. no, yeah, we like plug it. We plug. That's yeah. cool. Okay, one day maybe they'll you know, yeah give I mean, us a dollar. Are like but networks of you know resources. Yeah, we're fr- we're all trying to be buds here whatever. in this uh, whatever this. Uh, you know, astro community, especially yes. other women. I mean, yeah, yeah. absolutely. Yeah. So you're from Portland. Yeah. I saw that from your chart report and I was like, just born there. Did you grow up there? Grew up there. And I just got to LA. It's like my first move. And I've been in LA for a year and a half. Oh, so you're super new mm-hmm. here. Yeah. Oh, cool. Yeah. Which is why we haven't met. Hi. Yeah. So nice. Yeah. Mm-hmm. How do you miss it? Yes. Occasionally I do, but there was the period of like, oh, the the veil dropping and really seeing my hometown a little bit more clearly has been illuminating and um and very healthy a, a healthy break. You're, you're so it's you're born like, and raised. Yeah, born and okay. raised. Okay, so like you've seen up with a high school boyfriend. Mm-hmm. Sure, like that. like man, I loved him, but I gotta I gotta grow up. You know. Well, that's mm-hmm. a hard thing. I mean, I'm from. Los Angeles and I feel like it's hard when your hometown is like a place where a lot of people move to or it's not like a place that you necessarily are like can't wait to get the fuck out of Portland like it's not that kind of place because it's a very cool city but and it be and it changed so for me it was you know it was like oh this is not the man I fell in love with weird (laughs) (laughs) Um, and then it was like okay well that makes it easier the grieving process was like easy and long and Mm -hmm. yeah it must be an interesting place to grow up because the few times I visited Portland, I was like, this is just an adult playground. This is like a great place to be 24 years old, drunk as fuck. Cause I'm from Chicago. So it yeah. felt like very sh- like nature Chicago, but a lot more like less diverse, I guess is yes. the only thing. But Chicago's super segregated. So you For, know, you have that. But, um, yeah. But Sorry. it seems like just like a, fu- like, I think I would be like an alcoholic and die there because I had a lot of fun the few times I went. And there's just like good, weird food everywhere. Yes. And just like, let's like I had adult people being like, do you want to play putt putt or go to the arcade? Yes. That, and it all serves like hard alcohol and it's all two dollars. And, and I was like, <laughs> oh, what? <laughs> I mean, it's yeah, it's it's very um, uh, like cotton candy. It's like not yet. It's a lot of frivolity and mm-hmm. um, and it's a lot of art. And so for the last eight years, 
yes, it's become a lot of young people have moved there. It's become very um, gentrified. Before that, the economy was trash. There was no jobs. There was empty storefronts downtown. Mm-hmm. There was a lot of heroin. And there was a lot of skinheads. Mm-hmm. And that's kind of how I grew up is like, you know, it, this is not really a special place. In my 20s, I started doing art. And it was very conducive to doing art because there was an economic recession. There, yeah. there was no jobs anywhere. So I worked as a karaoke jockey. <sighs> I taught. Um, I did plays for children, like elementary <laughs> schools. Like I, we rolled up and put on a play about electrical safety mm-hmm. and um, and shit like that. I odd jobbed my way through my 20s because there were there was no economy in Portland. And um, this is very exciting. Uh, <laughs> about, but no, no, I no, do think it's interesting. The, the story pr- behind Portlandia, you know, mm-hmm. it's it's the it's the political like environmentalism, the old crusty hippies, mm-hmm. um, the young like, yeah, people on heroin and like alcoholic people um, who play bass and work bagging groceries mm-hmm. and are 40 and yeah. are fine. <laughs> well, I've heard it yeah. called, as it's known as Rip City, but also Tip City, because everyone works in the gig economy. Yeah, very gig economy. And <laughs> has the highest capital of strip clubs per yes. people. Yeah. Fun strip Bar, clubs. strip clubs, and everybody goes to like brunch during the day. It's great. Uh-huh. Yeah, it was, a good, it was a good place to become an artist. I am so jealous you were a karaoke KJ, yeah. that's like my. Brie has that's a beautiful voice. Thank you. Well, Taurus again. Tor- Taurus the Taurus moon. Really? Moon. Well, yeah, oh. that's definitely there. Tor- but yeah, Taurus rules the throat. I mean, a lot of Bar- Barbara Streisand, uh, classic uh, Taurus. I mean, I feel like that's the best. The best example. Of course. But. I didn't know Taurus ruled the nose. <laughs> Whoa! And <laughs> that was a, I looked up. That was a good nose joke. We were, watching, we were watching the old Star Is Born, and I was oh, like, I "Gotta look up this bitch's chart." Aries Rising. Okay. Oh. What's her? What's is she? Taurus Moon too? No, she. Aries is, Rising is gentle as hell to me. <laughs> <laughs> well, then once I saw that, I was like, "Oh yeah, that all checks out." Mm-hmm. I forget what her moon is. Let me see if I have it saved. We can pull. We can pull. Siri, what is Barbara Streisand's moon? <laughs> Do you have I Do you have a go to karaoke uh, number? So many. Okay, yeah, I figured if so you're many. if you're K Jane, if at this I walk point. into a bar in L. A. right now, it would probably be a Motown track, probably dancing in the street because most bars have that. That's mm-hmm. a good one. Gets everybody on their feet. Yep, very mm-hmm. uh, easy sing for me to sing. Sing alongable. Mm-hmm. People are people feel in. I think that's the key to a good karaoke song is where. You can kind of involve the bar. Yes. Because if it's a little too isolating, you either got to like kill it. But I fully believe you can sing a song for you if you need to. Fair. I do too. But I do believe that if you're going to like really go for it, you should make it as brief as possible. True. No, I think in general, you got to go four minutes or less. Yeah. Or you're you're really uh, stepping on vicious Lisa. I agree with. I could not to see five minutes of karaoke (laughs) from anyone from. Nicki Minaj, I don't want to see that. But it's also like... We're singing fucking Usher? No thanks. The, the songs that are longer than that, it usually has like a huge instrumental break in it. Totally. Or it's just like um, the song Walking on Sunshine, I feel like is the best example it's where it's like you're just singing Walking on Sunshine for like Repeat at the end of the 12 song. minutes. Yeah. Another example <laughs> She's of a that Leo is Moon, by the Say way. My Name. Mm-hmm. And yes. um, I think... 
think like some TLC song. No, no scrubs. scrubs. No it's, scrubs. I, it's no scrubs. Uh, You're right. No scrubs. Very good. I hear that the most when I go to karaoke places, and it's like it's a good song. It's not a great karaoke song. No, it's do- it doesn't have a great arc. No. Mm-hmm. I love watching people do karaoke because you like they realize like partway through that <laughs> oh, they very quickly yeah. that they either don't know the words as well as they thought that they did, mm-hmm. or they're just like, oh no, this was a terrible choice. Mm-hmm. I would love just- to see someone try no scrubs with the rap. <laughs> the rap that was on the music video. The Scrubs ever rising. That's so dope. <laughs> what is, do you guys have go-tos? I mean, it depends on where it's at. But yeah, I have, I have go-tos. You got to read a room. I'm a karaoke hater. Are you? I will sing a and theme Taurus, song right, for... Uh, yeah. Okay. I'll, sing, I'll sing a thing, theme song for it, any TV show, and I will sing um, an 80s song. That's a great choice because it's very short. Yeah. Fresh Prince of Bel-Air is oh. a, is a one-minute and 26-second song. Scott That'll crush I, every time. Scott and I do cheers. People like that. Oh, so, so that's cute. a cute. Um, but also, you know, I just, yeah, I'm kind of a hater of it. Just because I feel like there are so few people that, I mean, people think they're so good at it. Oh, yeah. And there are so few people that actually are. Julia's actually really good at it. Madison Shepard's really good. Yes. But there are some people that you're just like, come on, you suck at singing. Get mm-hmm. off stage. Like, you're so, you're a comic. You're so self-aware. Get <laughs> <laughs> off stage. I know Bree's like, uh, Bree's trying thoughts. to hold her tongue. <laughs> no, I'm not. I, 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 I feel people are totally allowed to hate karaoke as a discipline. And a lot of comics I meet hate karaoke because they're like, uh, it's so pathetic that you're trying. Oh, no. I, you I know like, what I mean? No, I'm into that. If but you, have you heard that from yeah, comics before? Yeah, for sure. Yes. And I think that's cool. When someone gets and up there and really goes for it, I like that. When I was newer at stand-up, I remember thinking, ugh, these people just want you know, star stardom without working for it. Like I am at these mics every night. <laughs> They'll never know. And you know what? They do want to feel like they they have attention for a moment. I think there there are therapeutic benefits of that. Especially I think for, 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 for regular people, absolutely. But for people in the entertainment industry, it's a little pathetic. Well, there's it's oh like how girl, much more? They get therapy too. How much more do you need? How much more do you need? Get out of here! Well, super famous people should definitely go to a room. Like, don't yeah, be yeah, a yeah, dick. Yeah, yeah. And people we know that are not famous. Need the stage time. I, yeah, we just they, do. They, I know, yeah. <laughs> also, I mean, places like Nashville, I've done karaoke there, and that's where you're like, oh, everyone's like auditioning. Like, this isn't it's normal. That's what this it feels like here, too. Oh, I don't where do you guys karaoke? <laughs> I won't, won't neglect. I mean, we'll decline to name names. <laughs> uh, no, I do. I, I, I agree with like both sides of this. As someone who like does love karaoke, uh, but it does like. I feel like if you just go, it's just like anything. If you're like going too much, then it's like, okay, are we really going to listen to you sing this song again? again? The culture mm. can be oppressive yes. and yes. so dorky. And you have to hate that yes. because of style is important. And it's important to try to be cool, in my opinion. And it's they fail every time. But you know what, Lisa? <laughs> I worked at that bar for nine years. You know, like it's just a nerd I bet in Portland it's, it's more fun. I don't know. I I do in the Valley here on the east side. I don't know. It's just there, there are famous people that show up. It oh is embarrassing. Oh, do you it guys want to hear annoying. a famous person karaoke story? Yes. yes. Y'all heard of a band called Evanescence? Oh, oh yeah. Heard of yeah. It? Oh, you ever been brought to life? Wake me up. Okay, so <laughs> Evanescence, the band. Come. Okay, so I, I worked at a bar. It was like popping every night karaoke but like kind of a club atmosphere right so people oh. love that vibe you know and evanescence 
comes in the door oh my the God. whole band they're in town they're like we want to do karaoke for sure crazy lisa i'm with you on this they played an auditorium well, and did then they sing came, their own song okay just hang ah! the fuck on. <laughs> they come in the boiler room i i'm like i'm like it's fucking evanescence and i'm behind a computer so i google them really quick i try to figure out where they're at Amy, the lead singer, has left her husband, the bass player, to marry her childhood friend who's a psychologist, and he is with the the band. The husband comes over. He's this dorky guy, and he's like, put on Bring Me to Life by Evanescence. No. And he's like, I want to sing it. And I was Wait, like, is oh, this God. You, Is this where we went to karaoke in Portland? The Boiler Room? Probably Maybe. not. I don't, no, we went to that weird place. Down, it was like a restaurant. Uh, I don't remember what it was. Maybe Chopsticks? Chopsticks? I have, a, I have a picture of Chopstick Julia. Chopstick sounds right. Yeah. I'll, I'll look Maybe, Chopstick yeah, we'll too. Go on, keep going. Keep okay. Going. So he, he's like, I want to sing it. And I was like, you want to sing your wife's, your newlywed wife's song to uh, her in this karaoke bar? And he's like, yeah. And he's whoa. like, can you do the rap part? And I was like, yes, I can. Because oh I can. <laughs> and I do for everyone in the bar. I'm a, I was a backup supporter. Yeah. Player. Sure. So he starts singing the song. And she's like, somebody's singing my song and like comes over, takes over. Oh no. And now she is singing the song, her own song in a karaoke bar. And I did the rap with her. Oh Oh my God. That's cool for you. That's like a cool, like that's like, oh, that's cool. Oh, sad. But also it's like, hey girl, you didn't. I have this picture of Julia just ripping at karaoke. <laughs> Where is that? He's you, so passionate. Can you tell? I think it's Habisha Lounge. That's so yeah. funny. It was very funny. It was like at the end, also very end of the anymore. night. Uh, that's know. that song, the Evanescent song, is like one of my like Guantanamo Bay songs. Like if you wanted to like, it's very tor- torture yeah. me. And I don't know what it is. There's something I think it's about the that. rap. It's terrible. It's the rap, <laughs> and then that like that very like emo steampunk operatic like yes. something about it just crawls under the skin not crawling in my skin yeah, no. part, but it actually just crawls beneath my skin these it wounds a, they I will mean, not heal i mean evanescence, <laughs> evanescence did sweep the dance community you know off oh its God. feet <laughs> oh i could see that being an orchestra did jam. i did i see a lot of dances to wake me up yeah was there a uh, national award-winning officers dance to wake me up yes i was not i was not in it but did i like cheer for it all the time yeah of course um, oh my God. so it just reminds me oh when we did it we did a show that was like the theme was called haunted it was very oh. and we creepy did, like uh it was oh it was spooky my ah, spook. my best friend gina and i like crawled out in body bags Yikes. and then like that pulled people it was like very cool um everyone ha- like not hated us but it was like we spent so much money the parents were so pissed <laughs> <laughs> it was like a 20 minute opener but it was great uh but that had like a big evanescence number in it so i just think of these that. parents are like, why do we have to buy these military grade body bags for our, <laughs> for our dancing tweens? No, but okay, so funny. a lot of sad, a lot of sad solos to that song. Did you do you any, do you know any besides uh, besides? No, I know no besides. Besides, that's so f- actually not. Really <laughs> <laughs> uh, a beside. No, there was like a one where it was like probably about like an abortion. <laughs> I just uh. always assume. And there was like a girl who did a solo to this, and everyone was like. Does she know what this is? <laughs> <laughs> that actually is the soul, the song, like the story of, I feel like a lot of high school dance solos where it's like, is someone going to tell her this song's about abortion? <laughs> <laughs> like, no one told them. Do they know what voices carry is all about? It's domestic <laughs> violence. You know the song, This Woman's Work? 
<laughs> about like that one's about a miscarriage, I guess. But um, it's like there were so many people. Oh, that Alicia did, Keys. The uh, it's like originally it's Kate Bush. I want to say oh, who sings okay. original. Maybe I'm wrong. Mm-hmm. And then there's like a um, a oh god Maxwell cover, Ooh. and then something else but so many people so many people dance to that song but all right now we're getting (laughs) we're getting deep i know like sorry (laughs) long story short if there's any investors my exit strategy is to own a karaoke bar so (gasps) please it will be named rosie after my cat and all are welcome (laughs) i love it well uh you know i mean yeah you know what how did you get into astrology what is your Um, current level yeah so ex-catholic nice just born with a feminist chick on chip on my shoulder i'll just give you like the 30 second religious background <laughs> love it ex-catholic feminist read the bible fucking pissed about it um <laughs> started like a junior high started just going deep occult out the gate um looking for feminine divinity right mm-hmm. looking for um whatever i wanted because i i thought i could put my own thing together and that's what i've done so my spirituality is a culminated um you know of whatever i want it can be you know hindu it can be Rumi, it can be christianity and crystals and all that stuff is good so like i bought my first tarot deck when i was 13 and then i um started you know you i heard somebody else on that caroline garb goldfarb was talking about just like you read in the 17 magazine you start reading your horoscope Mm -hmm. one thing though pisces i'm pisces son it always felt too hufflepuff to me, you know, and I'm sure many, many folks feel the same because here I was characterized, you know, by other people as like, you should be a lawyer. You are a, you know, a tough B lady and I'm, you know, eight or whatever. And mm-hmm. that's what they're getting from me. Um, rude. But, um, <laughs> you know, yeah. So I just had a lot of sass as a child and I think I kind of rejected the Pisces thing and other kind of modalities of healing were calling to me before that. And then kind of in my late 20s till today have I really been getting into and y'all through your podcast have I really only been understanding houses aspects and asteroids and stuff Mm -hmm. and so I really appreciate that that's amazing thank you for listening also I I um I was thinking deeply about Pisces today because I feel like it's one we don't necessarily talk about that much on the podcast and it just gets screwed because it's the last, the last sign. Yeah. So yeah. I was like, and Pisces is like, blah, blah, blah. Well, and yeah. I, and I, even when I make memes, I'm like, I try to some, I, now I try to start with Pisces just because I'm like, I can't do it at the Like, end. fuck them over every time. But well, again, they are, a, uh, that's the beauty of Pisces is they're like, we whatever, can handle dude. it. Yeah. It's fine. You know, well, I, well, I was thinking today and I was listening to another podcast. So I did rip off an idea from them for sure. But, um, they were talking about this idea of gratitude and how it requires scope and like perspective to be grateful. And that was something I hadn't really thought about before because they're talking about, you know, the idea of if you've never not had food, then you're never grateful for having food because you don't know what it's like to be hungry and et cetera, et cetera. So I was thinking mm-hmm. of this in the way of sensitivity too. And for Pisces, I think that sometimes they can be defensive about people labeling them in certain ways and i think that sometimes that it can be withholding a little bit and i think that with pisces people it comes from a place of knowing that if i if i mention trauma to you that now becomes both of our trauma and i think pisces people understand that in a unique way where they're not withholding because they don't want to share with you it's just because they know 
like the capacity of how hard things can be. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's a fine line between protecting people and manipulating people, right. which yeah. I'm like really well acquainted with because yeah. I'm like thinking about people's feelings all the time. But in that, but yeah, there is like, I am treating them differently than if I was just acting on my own, um, acting for my own um, benefit and protection. I think Pisces, I've noticed this in, in everyone that I know, all of the Pisces that I know, um, that they like, not your like cross to bear, but a thing no, that I think happens. Well, but <laughs> I think okay. it's like you're, you are uh, born with this just kind of like innate wisdom that most people only main, like only get, by living their entire lifetime right. and learning these lessons and you got and Pisces just kind of seemed to like know these things but then because you didn't like quote unquote earn those lessons, lessons um you kind of are like stuck knowing better but not being able to do better because that's how that's how life works and even if you know you know you still have to like earn those lessons so I think that sometimes Pisces can be like they're super sensitive of course but I think they can also be like super fun and avoidant of things yeah it can go either way where it's like they can be kind of like standoffish or they can be just like real fun because it's like oh I've got it figured out I'm not, I don't need to worry about that. Like we don't need to deal with emotions. I know, I know Mm -hmm. how the, I know that life is a cycle and there's light and dark and we hold space for all of it. You know, (laughs) baby, let's just party. I think like real Neptunian, the, the, the related things can really color how that ends up looking like the risings and the moons because, Mm -hmm. um, yeah, you meet Pisces that are like literally on the moon or literally live on a different planet. They're not here at all. And then I'm like a swamp person. I'm, I've am i got a mostly water and earth chart. So mm-hmm, I'm like pretty yeah. rooted and I kind of understand how to survive on this planet that I don't totally understand. Well, your son is also in the sixth house, which um, has a lot to do with work and identity. And um, it's all about mastering a skill, which I think is you know, evident in your comedy at the very least, if not in other parts of your life. Um, These people are known for having a lot of drive. Um, Health can be an issue. Also um, super good at what they do to the point where they're like overachieving a lot, Um, can burn out, can get tired, can get sick from doing too much. Uh, Also, it said the key for people like this is to care for others and allow yourself to be cared for. And I think you've found a really unique way of doing that in the comedy community. And I haven't known you for a super long time, but I I do know that you always uplift other women in comedy and help out. And I think that is a really good way to take care of you and to take care of other people. I just noticed this now. I can't believe I didn't notice this beginning, but you're, you have a ton of like polarities in your chart. What's like that? Your, so your rising is Virgo. Yeah. And your sun is Pisces. Those are each other's opposites. Right. Your sun is in your sixth house, which is the Virgo house. Oh. Um, you have, not the house placement isn't the same, but you've got some stuff in Gemini, asteroid and node stuff in there, and then a little bit in Sagittarius, but then those house placements are switched. Like, uh, And then you also have Scorpio and Taurus, you know, flipping there. Uh so I think it's just it makes it makes sense, you I, know, looking through the rest of it when we get into like nodes and that kind of stuff oh, okay. um, where it's like you have these pretty like grounded things, but in a in an ex- more expansive house. And then the places where are, it's maybe more and more traditionally expansive sign, it's in a more like personal 
er- earthbound house. Okay. So like your Taurus moon's in the ninth house. Ninth house is Sagittarius, which is all about like philosophical ideas, like the adventure getting out of your home whereas Taurus is like such a homebody sign but so it's like you feel that to me was like oh you feel comfortable like out in the world like the world is your home does that feel true yes do you know the tarot card that is my supposedly my tarot card this is destiny cards which is a totally different thing okay we 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 mention it yes we we fuck with them (laughs) so hard for cards that podcast Mm -hmm. which may be defunct still happening maybe okay they assigned me um a card and it's the two of wands which i don't know if you know it's this guy looking into a crystal ball it's the card of travel Mm -hmm. and i never really thought of myself as a traveler i pretty much went on my first trip last year and to Barcelona and I have jokes about it um and it was and it was totally amazing but yes I do feel more comfortable with strangers out in the world than I do in my own community yeah well yeah. And it doesn't have to be like worldwide travel right. but I think it's like this idea of even in like mental travel I think so much of your chart is about like ideas and being curious and huh. being explorative in those veins so it might not even necessarily be like you know traveling very far but i think yeah like you're saying interacting kind of with your community and with other people with strangers and all of that 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 lines up for me well this is skipping ahead a little bit but your jupiter is in capricorn which is the debilitated placement or the fall for jupiter um which you know it's technically the least uh, as auspicious or I don't know how you say mm-hmm. it the least good placement um, but this to me it kind of made sense thinking of you because I know you're super driven and it's talking about like you're the kind of person that just trusts that you have to make your own luck in this world and do your own thing and like just like you said I'm not into Catholicism but like I'll just figure out my own thing then um, also uh, keeping things in order is gonna be what keeps allows you to get gifts from the universe, keeping yourself in order, keeping yourself in order. That's so real. You may (laughs) expect peace and peace may not happen all the time, those kind of things. Um, But I think that kind of also goes into your Virgo rising because you, you, you may seem orderly on the outside, but you know that you have to keep order for yourself on the inside too. Do you, um, was your family supportive of you making up your own, like path yeah they don't give a shit they don't give a shit about anything that i do (laughs) (laughs) do you have any like um signs in your family or like signs that run in your family or both of my parents are cuspy and i haven't i don't know all of y'all's opinions fully on cusps Mm -hmm. a lot of people believe it does not exist but i'm here to tell you that it does we're cusps okay great we're my supporters father is a capricorius and my mother is a cancio can you imagine? Yeah. That, well, that I mean, oh, whoa, whoa, that wait. fits because you're. Can you repeat that? Yeah, my mother is a Cancio. Okay, and my father is a Capricorius. Well, mommy, mm-hmm. daddy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Li- yeah. Literally, well, and you're, yeah. so you're. Capri- but then with the egos of yeah. the the cuspers, yeah, yeah. <laughs> your cap, your that Jupiter's in your fourth house too. So I could see where that also right. to me that to me it sounds like um, uh, expanding despite your family. Is Saturn there too? Uh, no, There's Saturn Scorp- is in Scorpio. Oh, I was looking. Okay. Um, yeah, I mean, I was trying to understand that part of my chart, and I thought it may might refer to a family, um, like childhood situation. Mm-hmm. I mean, well, it can. It's. I think that Taurus Chiron definitely speaks to a some kind of childhood 
situation. Um, maybe not not having all the support you need, or I don't I don't know what your um, well, family life is like. But. Knowing all your Catholic background, that makes total sense because that's also in your ninth house, which can be about like dogmatic beliefs or hmm. belief systems that are fanatical and something like that. Chiron. Um, I don't know if you know about Chiron, but that's like the wounded healer. Yeah, I just listened to that. So, and it's also, it's like a generational placement, which makes sense when you look at kind of like how they, uh, how, I don't know how many years exactly, but the people that we've read who's, who have Taurus, uh, Chiron and Taurus is like, oh yeah, it's like a lot of, um, I don't know. What Elder millennials. Yeah, but it's also, <laughs> it's a lot of, it's like kids that were probably in divorced homes or yeah. those kinds of things where it was like oh yeah kids were really left to like not feel like they were they had to like pick up the pieces in a, in a lot of situations so they weren't they weren't they were latchkey kids yeah. or like parents were like go ahead you can do Another this thing, and that kind of I stuff i listen to economics podcasts i'm a real fucking party animal and <laughs> um, they, i was just listening to this thing about how People whose first job experiences were during the economic recession. So, like, I graduated from college in like 2006, 2008. I read the same thing. Oh my god, that word. We're never like, gonna make. We're, we're never fucked. gonna make money ever. That's like basically what it says. It's Wait, just a why? Lot of, well, well, I mean, I think like, I know why. But why? If you, if your first job experience is being underpaid and not being offered benefits and all these things, and it you sets, just take it. It sets a precedent. Yeah. And now I and feel like, I'm, especially if they're allowed to ask you what you got. Well, sure. They're not in California anymore, but. What was your last? What did you get paid at your last job? Mm-hmm. Oh, jack shit. Well, yeah. guess what you're getting at oh, this job? Oh, this is job. your first job? Yeah. It's like then you're going to be excited by for less money at the next thing because it's still more money, but right. not. I have always assumed that being an artist is taking a vow of poverty. And I've always really believed. I know. I'm such a fucking <laughs> martyr. I mean, um, it's true, <laughs> but also this is like. Very keep, keep going. I'm going to yes. say something when you're done. Okay. I'm sorry. So, yeah. I've, I always kind of had this belief that being an artist, but also that was this conditioning of this this chiron vibe of like you know we are we fucking been through shit we're just gonna try to have fun we're just gonna try to make it work and yeah scrounge for cash i always had cash you know and Mm -hmm. and that was just um that was how it worked i feel like a lot of these things you were saying to kind of vibe with this scorpio mars placement as well because (sighs) i feel Mm -hmm. like that's very like because I'm Cancer Mars and I can get very woe is me the world is crumbling because I'm a soft shell crab and I think the Scorpio goes like whatever dude whatever the cards lay I'm doing it doesn't matter like yeah. like sometimes you get dealt a shit hand and that's your hand like time to yeah. keep it moving well you have yeah. Saturn also in Scorpio in your second house uh, which is money yeah. and possessions and all of that. And your Saturn's oh. retrograde. Retrograde Saturn is like you're going to take on a lot of personal responsibility. Yeah. So I think that's like, that's, I mean, that's martyr to the nth degree because Scorpio is also like, I can handle anything. I will put up with any level of torture or whatever because yeah. I want to, I want to be the one that goes the distance. I, you're, if you set your mind to something, then like there's no, no torture that could right. turn you away. No I'm, Evanescence and I song think, yeah, will exactly. get you down. But I think that makes sense in the second house of being like, oh, yeah, fine. Oh, you think not having money yes. is going to fucking stop me? Yeah, right. Like, I'll stick it out. I'll be the poorest person you fucking know, and I'm still going to make it through. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I've been a broke bitch, but I think my <laughs> Virgo rising brings me through, you know, and I'm, you know, a single mom. You know, I I, I, um, I work really hard. I do. And, and that's always been helpful. And I have been pretty lucky 
um, where I've I've kept my shit together. Mm-hmm. Well, I mean, that Taurus moon, too, I think is going to be you still have that instinct that's like about wanting to be comfortable and wanting the things that you like and to feel supported. And that even if you have especially with that Chiron, I think it's interesting having Chiron and your moon in the same placement because yeah. it's both of those where it's like that subconscious thing where it's like, oh, that's always uh, comfort like yeah where it's like that's what you're going to be seeking or that's your first response whenever you like I like that I forget who who um, who like wrote this definition but I do like the idea of your moon sign as your like initial response to any any kind of stimulus that's happening and it's like the voice that goes like oh no no like hey that's me I don't like that and then your son comes in and is like okay well they probably didn't mean it like that blah 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 like there and then your rising is like I'm not gonna let them see uh <laughs> but I like this idea of your your initial instinct always being like am I an is this an like oh this is taking away or this is telling me I'm not enough in some way or yeah I know that we I don't know if it was in conversation or something you said on stage but you talked about being treated like a little adult as a kid yeah and I think that kind of makes sense with your being a Pisces also um having this Virgo rising and then Mm -hmm. the Taurus moon kind of this under like the little kid that you don't see inside the little like emotional kid. And I think that's kind of an interesting way to think about it. There's this Facebook group that I can add you to that. I would be interested to see if you relate to it. It's for Taurus moons. I'm in all the groups because I'm a spy because I'm a spy. Add me to all of them. Um, It's called mindless self-indulgence, the story of my Taurus moon. But what's interesting is yours is in the ninth house, which is like not mindless self-indulgence it's like, about yeah. it's philosophy right? yeah and it's yeah. very like track so i'd be interested to see how you vibe with these other taurus moons that can be a little bit uh you know taurus moons like sometimes just you know maybe not making the best decisions for themselves and just like eat be like staying in and like just like oh, having yeah. a eat fest and like saying fuck you to responsibilities like it's like all those like air quotes lazy taurus vibes but I'd be interested because, I mean, the house placements are going to affect all those different little bull ba- bull moon babies. Mm-hmm. Well, it's interesting as a comic, too, because sometimes staying in is the only healthy option. Like, oh. sometimes going to the show is what's unhealthy. Sometimes going and getting paid in cocktails is not exactly good for you, you know? Yeah. So. Well, I want to get in. I think that also why you were treated like a little adult is this North Node. Um which, if you don't know about nodes, I we don't. haven't done we haven't done an episode on it yet. But wait, can I say one thing about the Taurus moon? Yes. Yeah. I smoke pot, and I think that's what the ninth house placement is. It's like that's because it's like smoke pot, get the physical comfort, security, but also thinking about the universe and what if mm-hmm. aliens mm-hmm. are <laughs> here? No, like, that's a lot yeah. of your Pisces. Uh, also, sure. a little splash of the Aquarius in there too. I, yeah. But no, I, that's all of it. Though. But you're also we'll get into the node. But your chart is like a nice, sweet combo of that. Like, of like you, I, I get a very like peaceful energy from you, and I get that peace. But then you also can apply yourself like a peaceful right. leader, mm-hmm. which is rare. I think like not everyone's like a chiller, but a doer. Yeah, I'm not sense. a useless Pisces. goddamn. <laughs> no, not at all. Oh, I mean, let's talk about your. Let's talk about your Venus real quick. Just yes. That's, it's another one. Girl, too. I'm a freak. Aquarius, <laughs> but I, what I thought about it too is this idea of um, you kind of like using your creativity as your activism and your like own personhood too. And I think, I mean, uh, ever since I've known you, you've always been a very like confident, self-assured person. And that's what you talk about on stage and you yeah. encourage that in others. And you're you very, think that's the Aquarius? 
I do because it's it's because it's on a you know Aquarius is is uh, very much like an activist and a and wants to help the underdog and and yeah. speak for those people. And, but I think it's if you're in that fifth house, it's like on a personal level. So it's not so much like you are the vessel then to like you're the example, not necessarily like you're going out and uh, you know going to like. I don't know. I can't think of an example of like what it would be, but it's the like, carnival? no, you're talking, no, you're like, you're talking about your personal experience, how you've like your relationship with your body and uh-huh, things uh-huh. like that, where it's like, you are the example instead of like starting a foundation or something oh, like sure. that. Mm-hmm. It's uh. like you use your creativity and your sex and your, like your bot, like your existence in the world as a sexual person yeah. is also like helping other people. Yeah. Yeah, and the lack of shame, I think, yeah. is, is an Aquarius thing. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Where if I didn't have that in my chart, I think I would be a fucking sad mess. Because <laughs> truly, you know, with all these things, like, you're like martyr and, like, blaming and, you know, sort of, yeah, Christ yeah. on a cross. It's, like, it's good to have something that's, like, no, I'm good. And, like, the Scorpio, too, I feel like those mm-hmm. are saviors Well, and it's re- rebellion, too, where it's, like, rebellious attitudes towards relationships and creativity and, and all of that kind of stuff, too, which I think fits for you, like, or just open-minded and, yeah. I'm, well, yeah. Uh, just the Aquariusness with the Venus by me before – because we're just meeting now, but I watched your TED Talk. Oh, my God. And it's called Beauty Constructs in the Media. You guys should watch it. They changed the title. It was going to be Thoughts on Thoughts. Really? Yeah. Oh, my God. But nobody, nobody liked it. Okay. Um, but I watched <laughs> that, and I was like, oh, my God, I can't wait to meet this bitch. Like, because, like, I just, like, felt everything. I was like, I believe what she's saying. Because, you know, so, especially, like, online activism, it can sometimes. And post stuff is. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It can, sometimes it can be, like, I mean, I'm here for it, but then sometimes it's. You can tell when someone's just doing it for just themselves. But I was like, oh, no, no, she's really doing this for first for herself and for anyone that is present there or watching the link. And I think that makes a lot of sense with the Venus because it's beauty and it's, uh, Mm. you know, art and like our visual aesthetic, you know, pleasing things. And and you're just here like tell everyone like it's we're, we're good, fam. We're all good. But do you guys think I'm capable of monogamy? Well, the way you're phrasing that question makes me think no. Sounds like you don't want to be. No, I just have, I just have always had pretty chill ideas about what relationships are. Mm -hmm. And I don't, I I rebel against the systems that, you know, of of like, you know, sexism. A lot lot of systems of marriage and stuff are fucking sexist. Yeah. um, So I have always been pretty open-minded about what a relationship can be. I think it's not so much then like monogamy, but I will tell you as a fellow Scorpio Mars um, person, uh, I think that it's more about like authentic bound, like authentic parameters in a relationship, and that it's not so much like, oh, we have to, it has to look like this, but it's like you also need some, like you need to adhere to the rule, whatever the rules are, yes. you do need to adhere to the rules. Yes. I think you may want you make your own. Yeah, you can you may want rules, some things a little bit serious with the Taurus moon, I yeah. think. And yeah. with that Chiron placement, you might eventually, and maybe it's now, and maybe it's not, but you might want a family. <laughs> Ooh, it's I am so sorry, guys. <laughs> no, you're fine. You These might glass want, bottles, maybe not such a hot idea. Bree's <laughs> like, I want open relationships. You might want a family, and you so. might have to, like, sacrifice doing the relationship stuff because you want your kids to have a normal household. or what, And whatever that is to you, it doesn't have to be, you know, stereotypical 
husband wifery but like mm-hmm. some maybe you want specific types of role models or you know something yeah. like that i think it's also the idea of like not being told that you have to have a specific thing it's not that you don't necessarily want that but it's like don't tell me what's best for me that it's like or um or be coming from a sexist uh you know patriarchal way where it's like yeah stability stability and like commitment and like trust are not synonymous necessarily with monogamy right but it's that idea where it's like i think that you absolutely can be committed you can be like loyal to a person does that mean that that means just that person or whatever i mean that's that's what's open for discussion but like loyalty and commitment absolutely i'm i'm not a poly person but i i am just i was wondering about that because of the aquarius is so like open no, but, but they they they're particular. Like they want they want their own thing. Yeah, uh, still a fixed it's sign. Fixed, yeah, and I think that it's more like again, it's it's the Aquarius likes their things their way. So if you say, you know, you have to do this, but that's not what they're feeling, then they're going to be like, no, I don't. Fuck this. But what's the mutable air sign? Gemini. Oh, okay. Well, speaking of Gemini, that's your yeah. that's your North Node. Okay, which um, North Node is north node and south node uh north is like the the theme of the lesson of this lifetime okay so it's like a one it's a lesson that you're like always going to be having to perfect it's things that you skills uh attitudes whatever your south node is the things that you've already mastered okay in past lifetimes so you're coming in with sagittarius uh traits mastered um conviction uh I don't want to say spouting off. Uh, yeah, I don't spout unfounded, off. Unfounded, but it I out. but I think that well, because that's <laughs> and that's part of your yeah. thing. That was a big thing. I was reading about this one that that is a big thing in childhood specifically is um, learning when like Sagittarius can also be honest to a fault. Yeah, when when and that's not always what's appropriate and things like that. So a lot of it was like that's that's a child. If you're not into I believe I'm sure you're into past lives and all of that stuff too. Bitch, you know I am. Uh, but, but if you're not, it's more like when you're a kid, yeah. these are the skills that you're given, which is like you're precocious and you're outgoing and you're like high minded, but you also are maybe going to speak out of turn often, which will make you have maybe authority problems or distrust from that or just like even just being too convicted in an idea and then kind of holding that on, like holding on to that from childhood and thinking yeah. that it doesn't need revisiting. Um, but what I think is super interesting is that you are North Node and your Midheaven are both in Gemini, which is all about communication mm. and it's all about expressing like ideas, making uh, sense of things, like logical ideas, being curious, always doing those, and then communicating your like immediate personal truth which is comedy yeah you know and it's your midheaven also is like what you the what you will project out usually it's associated with career um but also just like what you will project out to society at large which Mm. for you will be communication great and that's your like that's your key to professional success too um some of the things that north node and gemini should focus on like achieving this go around tell me uh healthy curiosity um, asking questions to learn how other people think, uh, seeing both sides of a situation, tact, uh, a positive approach to life and other people, purposefully cheering up others, uh, listening, openness to new ideas, seeking factual information before making decisions, 
using a non-threatening approach when expressing ideas. Check. I'm like, oh boy. Like, oops. I'm like spoonful of sugar every time. Uh, Get ready, audience. And then communication of internal dichotomies. That's another another one, which, I mean, that goes with Pisces pretty easily, too. But the more we learn about it, the more I'm like, oh, all of our other placements really do set us up to, like, learn this North Node lesson if you're, like, paying attention. Mm -hmm. Um, But Well, um, it's interesting that you mentioned – so you said something research-related because I had written it down for – Virgo rising, one of the things I read was that um, you might be like really research oriented or really good at that. And I could totally see that in your comedy or in any kind of comedy where it's like you have to kind of learn what we do. You know, you have to kind of see and test and see if it works and if it doesn't work, test and see are all people really like this? Do people really get this? So I think that's interesting, too, that your rising sign helps you with that. Mm-hmm. I've been meeting so many Virgo risings lately, mm-hmm. and I just love them all. Yeah. <laughs> it just seems like a, it's like a, a very, I'm not gonna say chill because I don't think it's chill, but it seems like a very useful, which is very Virgo rising. Mm-hmm. Well, tis the season. Well, tis, tis, I mean, tis. it is. It's also, I mean, it's a strong female placement. I love a, mm-hmm. you know, I love it. Um, going back, this came to me at the beginning of this. How you were like, oh. Fuck the Bible. Yeah, fuck the Bible. Do you know about Liliths? <laughs> no, tell me about so that Lilith popped out. I know. Out. I was like, tell me about girl, Lilith. Ooh, girl. And once you end the fucking thing, are you thing? gonna be mad or yeah. what? Ah! <laughs> uh, Lilith is uh, allegedly Adam's <laughs> sure. first wife, right? Who was kicked out of the Garden of Eden, yes. Eden for wanting to take a dominant role in sex. I've heard this. Um, but your Lilith, your Lilith placement is kind of like your. Like a feminist I don't like saying, Yeah, or it's just like, I don't like saying dark femininity because that's what they call it, but it's like we don't have a word for the type of, like, rage and and true, like, not, it's not it's even like evil. It's like the three billboards outside of Ebbing. <laughs> yeah, yes, exactly. Or it's just like that is like the hell hath no fury thing where it's like if you lean into this, it's not. Like it's not unfounded anger, but it's like if you go to this, you are going to destroy stuff because it's like so blinding anger. And we mm. think of like traditional anger as like Mars because it's war and fighting. But that's like it, this is a different. This is like scorn. Yeah. Um, stuff. But your, your Francis McDormand. Yes, exactly. <laughs> that's I such love, a good example. I know. That's, I love vision. I'm now seeing I'm seeing her and Lilith just like scissoring hard ah! like burning it down to the I ground do you guys know kali ma mm-hmm. um it's yeah. a she's a hindu goddess she's like creation destruction kind of you know your standard feminine deity uh-huh. but a lot of times she is seen um fucking and beheading someone at the mm-hmm. same time oh yeah i know and her. she's I got know her, her tongue out yeah. and uh-huh. she's dark blue and she's really dope oh, oh yeah that's lilith for sure yeah that's definitely a Eastern uh lilith. your lilith is in pisces also uh-huh. so i think it's interesting too because we've been talking about how much you're like i'm not I'm not all of this Pisces thing because yeah. it is like, I think you maybe even just like innately know if you go to Pisces. Well, here's what I th- kind of think it is. It's kind of sexism, right? We are, you know, we have internalized sexism that, you know, softness, sensitivity, um, you know, re- receptivity, listening, that these are all, you know, passive things and passiveness is bad and softness is bad and emotion is bad. Mm-hmm. And I truly don't believe that. I think it can be, you know, um dynamic and awesome um but it may yeah but i believe that that is a socialized 
belief. Those aren't real, you know, things. Motherhood and, you know, is important. Creator, destroyer, that's that's womanhood. Mm-hmm. So it does kind of make me mad. It is kind of the ancient wound, you know, that I am I'm fucking angry about. Mm-hmm. Well, it's just to, you know, make sure you make sure you um, don't get too like dreamy or uh, like avoid Check out avoid yeah. reality and and that but it's also about like i love when the, like reading about all of these where it's like the karma is about like oh you were like a, a trickster that kind of like wow. that you can manipulate uh you can avoid reality so much that you're able to manipulate any situation into yes. how you want it and i'm escaping for self-protection now all the time and that taurus moon shit protects me all the time too because you can't go out every night in mm-hmm. this comedy game. It's not good for anybody. And then if you burn out, you're no you're no good to anybody. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So I am like trying to yeah keep constantly in balance. You know, I moved to L.A. I didn't sleep on a couch. I got myself a day job where I'm like taking care of myself. I lived with a bunch of roaches. Changed that situation. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but I am I am interested in a Pisces rebranding, and I hope you guys can spread the word. We're gonna change the word sensitive to perceptive. Okay. I love yeah. it. Active. I love it. Active because. People should be, people should be careful. Oh, people sure. should that, watch out yeah. around Pisces. Susan Miller always says that. Like, well, if get you, in your soul. And Virgo too. <laughs> it's like those are the two that if you like do something bad to them, it's bad karma. Really? Yes. Absolutely. Yeah. Kanye West, don't mistake kindness for weakness. You know, I'm I, I I try to truly live in a way that is good for the best of like humanity. Generationally, I'm processing other people's stuff all the time, but. Um, yeah, those the, the if you cross a boundary, it will not be cute. Well, it sounds like you are truly a a, a, a model Pisces because a lot of the things <laughs> that you read know. about Pisces too, though, is that it's like Pisces are super strong, but they don't know it until they're in a crisis yeah. or that sort of thing. So, so I think that your rebranding of it is really powerful and really spot on because it is like, oh hey, we don't have to wait until we're we've been taken advantage of or something like that we can use this strength to like set boundaries right away so that we can protect all of this yeah this uh perceptive uh <laughs> depth yeah you know well mm-hmm. i think you're a model pisces because of that instagram photo of you on the beach hey hell yeah Ooh, i want to another one i got a, i got some more bathing suit for hell yeah really bitch post cute, really good picture um yeah i this is slightly bummer town, but the, one of the reasons why I feel like I am able to have my shit together now, even though, yeah, I, you know, I had a lot of mental health issues when I was younger. I had a very turbulent childhood. It was very hellish. And I feel like having escaped from all that, having survived all that, it really, you know, what's, it developed all the skills that I needed to like survive in this life. And mm-hmm. it's kind of, I, the skills I feel like have been developed. I honestly feel like I'm on the downhill now. So that's no a good way. feeling. Yeah. Way. Well, from the bad stuff. But yeah. you, you've got so much good going on, yeah. too, that you're... I mean, you got to feel like you're climbing in some way. Oh, I just mean... By downhill, I mean... The coast. It's the pain. The coast yeah, that's clear. The pain is behind. The pain is behind me. That's good. One time I did mushrooms, since we're talking about drugs so much, um, recently, and I had a, a message um, from uh, the trees and stuff. Oh, and they were like, um, you deserve this euphoria because mm-hmm. it was withheld from you and now it's yours. So that's what my life that's is like amazing. now. It was really amazing. I love Do that. Becoming an adult that's like where you can find mushrooms and like say fuck <laughs> you to toxic people or family or whatever it is, is like 
it takes a while like and what I love with like the signers who are listening and I, I are you in our Facebook group I don't think so you should come join I will because like, it's all really good and supportive but like I've definitely like DM with signers where it's like oh my god like today sucks and this and it's like but time it's just like t- sometimes yeah. it's just like having like if you can just like just wait hold on hold on it's today sucks and this year might suck and next year might suck but it will if you can just hold on and like have some patience which pisces i think you can type type into that without as long as you don't let yourself spiral which a pisces can and it's again model we do have the model pisces here so you're yeah what's up which go to therapy take your ass to therapy therapy. and if you don't have a therapy have a backup i virgo my pisces right i Mm -hmm. i have the resources your earth your earth is strong your earth is definitely strong in your chart but uh i don't know where i was going with this but well, just i think it. to that effect like you're saying going through all of that and learning all the necessary skills and i think it is a very just reward that you have a nice life that you have a day job and a passion and yeah. a career and your passion and all this other great stuff that you do you know i think that is a really beautiful reward for doing all the work taking the steps i mean ta- yeah. going back to like what i was talking about at the beginning of our pisces discussion of like you are like earning the the wisdom the wisdom too. yeah so now you're able to apply it in such a, a beautiful effective yeah. way another pisces thing uh re- part of the rebranding is i feel like i am not really supposed to be on earth sometimes like Ugh. i feel That's like pisces as fuck. Yeah, a, like a, a light being and like i do want to escape all the time and i have had you know problems with suicide and depression in my past um so not problems with suicide struggled yeah. <laughs> against it yeah yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. I, my problem with suicide is that i wasn't great at it um <laughs> so now i'm no. so sad um but uh no i think that um oh, what the fuck was i even talking about I'm not so sorry. of this earth yeah i'm not of this earth but when you start like like you're talking about time and i'm like um yeah but time isn't real and money uh-huh. isn't real and gender isn't real so it's like that's really tough for that's always going to be the toughest well, yeah. part of being a Pisces is like this isn't real well, get me the fuck out of here. And you're in that yeah. sixth house that's like all about real your ver- like yeah. that so it's like you know I have I don't have any planets in Pisces but I have Pisces in my sixth house and one of those things is that it's just like your day to day stuff are just like oh it's so I much can't I can't do even. it. Yeah. <laughs> How well, could I deal with problems like this? It's so much. Well, like, I do think that in some ways, and I know the idea of I'm not of this world is a dark thought, and I've had to call police, and I've had to do things for people that I didn't want to do, you know, because sometimes people get sad, and it sucks. But I do think that that can be a pretty thought, too, and I think that we can adjust our mindsets to thinking, how beautiful is it that I'm not of this world and I'm still here? Mm-hmm. Yes. Like, how cool is that, you know? Truly. And it's because this, even if you are not of this world, it's this this lifetime at least is for you to teach people mm-hmm. through uh, whatever that thing is. So yeah. it's like, that's, you know, that I have a job to do. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. I certainly have that. Yeah. So it's like, yeah, you have that knowledge, which that's a, that can be, you know, a lot, that's a weight to carry, but also like knowing that is also like freedom in and of itself because it's like, Oh, all right. This the, oh, this old thing. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> cool. I had a very random, it was came to me earlier and it's just because I just watched it. But I was going to bring it up because I felt like it was a very Pisces TV show. Has anyone watched? It might be old news by the time this comes out. Forever on Amazon. Yes. Oh, my God. Know. It was incredible. Okay. I was like, that's such a Pisces. <laughs> oh, my God. I was, okay. I'm so glad you watched it because I felt like it was I'm a obs- vi- Any show that's about the afterlife, I'm 
in and sorry spoilers i guess no there's no not, it's not really a spoiler. Well, well we won't give the big spoil yeah, but yeah but the water the ocean scenes i was like this pisces this is so pisces and there is even one this is not a spoiler whatever maybe it is a spoiler I bet but alan yang is a pisces he's i love him yeah, I love um him too. but there's one scene i can't remember it's like the one of these characters i won't say much but she just yells I love being dead. And I was just like, I was like, this, this is depicting like the afterlife in a way that has never been depicted. I like before. jerked off to that scene. <laughs> <laughs> but um, all these dreamy, all you dream weavers out there, I think yeah. you'll really like forever. It's this is amazing. We are not paid That's by cool. them. It's just, and that title card sequence. So beautiful. Like, I just, it's like it. the beginning of up. I've never Ooh. seen up. Oh I, know. What? I know. I know. I know. Right. It's not sad. Like up, yeah. but it tells an, so the, the cold open of this show forever. Is like the first twenty minutes of up, not sad, but it tells this in- story mm-hmm. about two people's lives, and it's like. It's Did you guys awesome. watch Six Feet Under? Yeah, no, only yeah. the first. That's my episodes. favorite show of all time. It's the best show of all. It's oh my, my favorite show of all. Have, do you know they have all the signs for those characters? Alan oh, Ball see, talks about it. I forget. I know some of them, but I know what you're talking Claire's about. Claire's a Pisces, and she's the main character. Oh, for sure, she's such a Pisces. Uh, but that just reminded what you were talking about reminds me of the finale, the series finale, yes. where you're like, don't, oh, don't I know, no spoilers. Oh, you mean the song? that I played when I drove for like oh my from God. Portland to LA. Oh yes. God. Dude, that no song was spoilers a 10-year-old TV other, show. <laughs> speaking of other songs that swept the dance community. Oh, Sia. Early Sia was Oh, was what's, a Sia, what's Sia song? Breathe Me. Oh, hell it's called yeah. Me. Is that what started the Breathe Me yes. trend? Yes. Because yes. I was also in that Natalie Portman, Clive Owen, uh, Jude Law, mm-hmm. Julia oh, Roberts. Yeah. Uh, closer, closer, Damien Rice, oh. uh, also a revelation in the dance community. Yes. Colorblind. Oh, my God. <laughs> Don't even talk to me about it. Wait, Hounding <laughs> Crows called yeah. mine? Col- okay. Of course. <laughs> now we're in my wheelhouse. Yeah. Right. Okay. Adam Duritz, I have seen them live many times. Um, <laughs> let's talk about your show, though. Okay. I want to yes. hear about your yeah. show. Okay, yeah. so I the show came about because I keep a list in my phone. Wait, of, it's yeah. a one-woman show one woman called show, Stellar. Called Stellar, performing at the Bootleg Theater. Um, opens October 26th and closes November 18th. Eight big performances for you to catch. All kinds of opportunities. Anyway, yes. I developed it because I had a list on my phone of every dude that I have ever been intimate with sounds, and their astrological <laughs> sign uh-huh. and their age and like a fun fact about them. And when I did a weekly stand-up show in Portland, often I would not have enough material to satisfy the masses every week. So I'd be like, name a number, audience. And they'd say like 23 and I'd pull up number 23 mm-hmm. and I would tell them about that person and um i decided to write a show around that so that's what it is and that's amazing i love it i did that as because i had a, a sizable hoe phase in like my entire 20s and um because i was kind of a late bloomer and um and i just kind of gathered a lot of data and what i figured out the show is and i'm just figuring this out it is a way to be a slut and protect your heart and that's what the show is. Oh, <laughs> so, I love that. Um, so it's um, lessons about um, dating online, about loving your body. I'm a fat person, so um, just stuff with that. And just connection, um, all my Venus and Aquarius stuff about how, um, yeah, b- about b- oxytocin and feeling attached to people. Um, there's a line from Six Feet Under that really resonates with me. Ooh. There's this porn star character in one of the episodes. She goes, I loved every man I fucked while I was fucking him. Mm-hmm. And that's um, that's kind of how I've always felt. Is it going to close with amazing. Breathe Me? 
What's that? Is it going to close with Breathe Me? Oh, my God. <laughs> it closes with a different song, but oh, maybe I'll think about it. That's cool. Drive the sunset. That's really cool. Um, where can pe- is it? Are people getting tickets well, do online? Do we have a game? We'll have a- oh, I do have yeah, a game. Okay. Okay. Uh, we can do the yeah, I was like, we'll do that. We'll do okay. the okay. Sorry. Yes. Cool. We have a game. And we got swipe up links. We're swiping all the way up. We'll post all the links. I'm an idiot. Maybe we can find a night where we No, no, no. We got to shout it out. Maybe we can find a night where we all can go so we can, like. Yeah. So we can rally the signer troops. Also. Uh, if you guys haven't joined the Patreon yet, you can hear every sign that we fucked as well. Yeah, yeah, if you yeah. really wanna, oh, yeah. Stevie has a Stevie I have has a dog. A list. <laughs> it's not, yeah. it's not as formal, and it does have the triple X, the movie logo at the top of it. Just <laughs> that, I love that. Just to that clarify, is so amazing. So I have, I so I made charts and stuff too. Yeah. That's cool. That's I'm so awesome. Guess how many? Oh, guess which sign I fucked. I was the gonna most ask. Of. I was gonna Gemini. ask. Okay. Um, uh, actually, go ahead. Ooh, okay, guess? can we all guess? Wait, Gemini's count for two, right? <laughs> <laughs> so how many have you have, and this is the sun sign okay and then there's one sign that i haven't fucked at all have you seen okay. that instagram <laughs> video where the girl's like if the dick is whack don't count that body <laughs> that is my fucking <laughs> favorite <laughs> thing in the world the i got a lot of people not to count the most. fucked the most is I'm gonna say cancer. Oh, wait! I gotta check one. your. Good I'm gonna that's check your gu- your Juno placement. And that's what I'm, my guess is. I wow. think the sign you fuck the most is Scorpio. I'm going Taurus. N- not just because of Scorpioness. I just think that they this could be a, a watery charm mix. Okay. I'm going Taurus. Okay, let me. <laughs> oh, wait, and then <laughs> I wanna guess who you haven't. Oh yeah, and then oh yeah, you are guess no, who I haven't. Haven't yeah. at all. I'm gonna another I'm gonna Pisces. S- oh. Um. No, I'm gonna say my just my instinct is Leo. I was going to say a fire sign, but I'll go Sag. Let's switch it. Okay. Let's play well, Price is Right. Ladies and gentlemen, the sign that I haven't fucked, let me confirm that first, is a fire sign, and it's Aries. Really? Oh! I was looking at that, too. Okay, this is what, one thing I believe. I don't think Aries men like thick women. I don't know. Mm, I don't boyfriend. know about that. Oh, yeah, your boyfriend's yeah, an Aries. So is mine. Yeah. Your boyfriend's an Aries. Oh damn. I mean, okay. maybe and sun, they also maybe sun only, but we got. I mean, with that one, we gotta do. Uh, we gotta do other placements. Okay. Okay. And no shade. And Aries will usually throw a dick in. Yeah, <laughs> Probably any anything. I've never I had the pleasure. Well, you're. I mean, no offense. Uh, no shade to the boys. You're not. Well, you're they, not missing Aries much. Dick, Aries dick. No, it's it. Aries dick throws down, and they will fuck with your mind and life this for is eternity. The conversation that I wanted to have. <laughs> okay. So there's a tie for first place, and Ooh. it is Virgo. What? Rising. Capricorn. What? Earth oh. sign. Earth sign. Sturdy yeah. earth. And then um, after that is Sagittarius, which feels off. Um, I mean, you got all that south. No, I mean. Oh, no, you guys. I fucked up. Actually, number one, Capricorn and Virgo is tied for number two. Number one is Pisces. Oh. oh. I fucked Pisces dudes. Pisces guys are great lays. Um, they don't stick around. So you got to. You know, there's a lot of numbers. You know, so oh, yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. They're, they they're were they were a, they were a, a huge chunk of my uh, my my fuck. It's list. a it's a lovely. They're they're beautiful. Rando fucks. Yeah, yeah, and they mm-hmm. play guitar and stuff. Uh-huh. They'll come over if you text at like four a.m. Too. They'll yeah. like be like, oh, yeah, they're sure. not doing anything. They don't have jobs. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I can talk. All right, let's Mad play trash. this game. You're gonna like this game because uh, it's Mary fuck kill. Oh my god, the chart's I amazing. Whoa, it's a pie graph. I love so it's a chart. Come see my show and you can see the background. Um, this is Mary Fuck Kill. <gasps> and these are people with Pisces Sun, Taurus Moon. Okay. So, oh my God. Mm-hmm. 
I love that the ju- I like I love seeing your face when it just hit. You're like, oh wait, I should really want to fuck these <laughs> these 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 me. No, not necessarily. Um, the f- there's two rounds. Okay. First round is Julie Walters. Who that is? Mary Poppins. <gasps> First Mary no. Poppins. Julie, Julie Walters. Wal- you mean no? No. Yes. No. Julie Walters is not Mary Poppins. What was she? Julie, Julie Andrews I, is Mary Poppins. Oh fuck! I don't Julie know. Walters is um, her. Mrs. Weasley. Oh, right. Oh, dude, dude she. At first, I love her. Right. Dude, yeah. at first, at and Mamma Mia, she's one of the. Yeah. Mama Mia. she oh, is yeah. in Mary Poppins Returns, which is a I new feel. Mary Poppins. That's what right. I mean. You're not crazy. You're not crazy. <laughs> Stop gaslighting. So, Whatever Mary Poppins okay, is. There. Dude, at first glance, I was like, yeah, that's Mary. That's Julianne. <laughs> that's just that's her. They are same but different. Well, let's just stick hey, with Julie Walters. A, hey, I love her. I grew up in a very, very loyal Julie Andrews house, so I will uh, hard pass. But Julie he, Walters is also she's dope. beautiful. Yeah. Method yeah. man. <laughs> oh right, <laughs> she's in Paddington. I'm marrying her. And then Billy Crystal. <gasps> Billy Crystal, y'all, I love Billy Crystal. Oh, I think I know who's putting a ring on. I it. met him. <laughs> okay, it's a Mary Fuck I Kill. I did meet him yeah. at a book signing. Mary Fuck Kill. Y'all, I also love Method Man. Well, Method Man yeah. loves thick women. You're in good company. And then I don't know how Julie Walters fucks, but. I think I got to fuck Method Man and marry Billy Crystal. Sorry, right. Julie. Sorry, Julie. Sorry, Julie. <laughs> I'm going to marry, gonna marry Julie Walters. <laughs> just basically just because she's in Paddington. That's like the only reason why. <laughs> Those movies are great. Uh, mm-hmm. Great movies. Uh, and then I will fuck Method Man. <laughs> Who's Bye. not fucking Sorry, Method Billy. Man. Bye, Chris. Well, I'm going <laughs> to marry Method Man. Great, great, oh. great and job. And I'll fuck Julie Walters. And I will kill Bill Christ. Well, not a month of Sundays for Billy Crystal. <laughs> <laughs> Throw know. Billy Crystal from the train, baby. Julia? Man, I think mine are the same as Brie. Um, City Slickers was like uh, really jam. important. It's <laughs> important to my childhood, too. We love that movie. We loved City Slickers. Uh, also, Father's Day. I mean, real. I mean, Billy Crystal. Across the board. So many, so many. The Oscars. I couldn't just, I couldn't just fuck him, you know, um, yeah, and then I think I have to fuck Method Man. And I sorry, almost want to marry Method Man. He'd be a great just be for great the every day. Like, come yeah. on. I mean, Billy's seems like a doll, but again, I'm fucking Julie. Walters. He looked I'm like he was that. no longer alive when I met him. <laughs> <laughs> he looked oh, like a look weekend at Bernie's. Like, who wait, Method or Chris- Billy Crystal? Crystal. Yeah, uh, that, that makes sense. He's yeah. very old. He's well, very old. All right, guys. Next round: Charo, <gasps> Rob Lowe. <gasps> Oh wow! And Dane Cook. Okay, uh, <laughs> easy. Let's do it, lady. Comment. <laughs> easy, easiest marry my life. I'm marrying Dane. <laughs> no, no. What, what? What was it? Charo. Charo. The cheeky cheeky. Rob Lowe and Dane Cook. I mean, I mean the only I one who's not probably okay, Charo. guys. Get guess what I'm gonna do. Whip I'm gonna out. kill Rob Lowe. Ooh. All right. Interesting choice. That coming. Oh, Wild card. I don't know, man. I heard about that fucking 16 year old sex tape the other day, and now I'm like, oh, I dude, forgot about I forgot that. What are you about doing, that. Rob Lowe? I forgot about that. I, I really liked that. Rob Lowe, but I want to kill that motherfucker for what he did, and I'm going to tell him while I'm killing him. Ooh. See, this is dark. Mars and Scorpio. Yeah. Okay. Um, and then I will. Who's the other person? Jack Charo and Dane yeah, Cook. Yeah, I fucked Dane Cook. I really had a thing for early Dane Cook. I do. Who did? I mean, who did? Yeah, it? I guess. I, w- I would marry Dane. No, that no. waitress thing. You can't. You can't marry yeah. someone who's mean to a waitress. 
Cruz. Oh, he was? He was in that movie. Yeah, I guess I would have to fuck Dane yep. Cook. Yeah, we gotta, <laughs> I mean, we're, yeah, how, are any of us, how are any of us going to fuck Rob Lowe after this? Six no, I know. <laughs> I was planning on marrying him, didn't even know. I, I, was, I mean, she was probably into it. It was probably fine. Uh, I mean. I know. Well, we don't know. That's the yeah, thing. We yeah, so we have to just err on yeah. the side of caution. I, for, I mean, I totally forgot. my. I didn't even know. So I'm marrying Charo. Yeah, <laughs> I bet that would be cool. Yeah. yeah, I bet she can get into any fucking restaurant. Oh, oh hell yeah! And then sure you're with can. her. You got a fun life. That's a fun. Yeah, life. that's a fun life. I think I will fuck Charo. And weirdly enough, going to marry Dane Cook, which is not how I. I mean, <gasps> I mean, I I don't know. That's well, not a bad he's idea. Like, looks fine. He's got so, so much. I mean, money. also when you're married, he really he, he doesn't that look, much he does not look that good. He now. doesn't look no, really. Good. Look at his current Instagram, and he does have a very young girlfriend. He is dating a 19 year old. Maybe you need to start dating younger dudes, Bree. It seems a trend. Also, yeah. I keep spelling his name with an E at the end, like he's Captain Hook, and I don't uh-huh. know why. I need to. His first name's got a fucking. Dane Gross. Cook. Oh, and he... he's a. Oh, I, was... I do this every time I do Mary. Oh, he's a Pisces. I go, he's a Pisces. <laughs> <laughs> Hence uh, the game. This is what happens when you smoke yeah, weed every he's day. He's in a relationship with a 19 year old right now. God. Yeah. I mean, super can I marry and fuck Charo? Super chill. One. Um, Brie, where we, can we get tickets to your show? Um, I would just go to either the Bootleg Theater's website or com. We'll direct to that. Um, and then, yeah, or follow me on Instagram, which is at Brie Pruitt. That's where the good stuff is. Yeah. And uh, Those bikini I'm, pics. Yes. Brie Pruitt is Brie with an I and Pruitt with an E. I have to say that because my name is stupid. Hell yeah. That's go awesome. see Stellar uh, opens October 26th. It will be playing through the 18th of November. Yeah. Also, if you're in L.A., come out to Brie's uh, show High Priestess. Yeah. Lisa did it last month. Yeah, it's it was so fun. I really loved it. In Glassell Park. It is a uh, very witchy astro uh divine feminine yes goddess energy positive space uh the next one is on october 27th tarot themed you said yes we chant we uh smoke hella weed and do tell jokes there's color changing fire yes whoa it's rad all right so check that out thank you so much thank you yes all right thank you see you soon signers bye bye Thank you for listening to What's Your Sign. Please rate us five stars and subscribe on iTunes or whatever podcast platform you use. If you like what you heard, please support us on Patreon. You can also find us online on Instagram at What's Your Sign Podcast or on Twitter at What's YR Sign underscore pod. You can also like our fan page on Facebook and join our friendship group. Questions, comments, concerns, or to book a commission chart reading, you can email us at what's your sign podcast at gmail.com. Thank you so much for listening. Bye. Bye. Bye.